Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Get Fit Guy. I'm Kevin Don. Now, recently, we discussed the anti-aging properties of strength training for two of the major hallmarks of aging, sarcopenia, or loss of muscle mass, and osteopenia, or loss of bone mineral density. But what about some of the other effects of aging? Hormonal changes, skin changes, body composition changes, vision and cognitive changes. What protocols are there to address those? This week, I'm going to have a look at hormonal changes in men and what benefits there could be to addressing those with a medical intervention. As we age, researchers estimate that in general, men lose about 1% of testosterone production every year after age 30. Around 3% of the adult male population in the US are receiving TRT, or testosterone replacement therapy, and that's just the patients who are getting it through official channels, with many more self-administering without proper medical supervision. But what is testosterone, and why is it important to men? Testosterone is a hormone. It's the primary sex and anabolic or muscle building hormone in males. It's responsible for the development of male sexual characteristics, the development of muscle and bone mass, as well as things like body hair distribution, the deepening of the voice, and other secondary sexual characteristics. Low levels of testosterone have been positively correlated with depression and cognitive decline such as Alzheimer's. It's also been correlated with low levels of muscle mass and bone density, as well as increased metabolic syndromes, cardiovascular disease, and mortality. Inflammatory markers have also been high in the absence of sufficient testosterone levels. But there are, of course, two sides to every story, and excessive testosterone levels have been correlated with increased aggression, hypersexuality, criminality, and physical effects such as male pattern baldness. The idea that testosterone therapy is good for men isn't something new. And in fact, in 1899, the physician Charles Edward Brown Sequard noted feeling rejuvenated after self-administering an elixir made from the testes of guinea pigs. This was even used by Hall of Fame Red Sox player Jim Galvin in perhaps the first noted use of performance-enhancing drugs in modern sport. Some very wealthy older men even received testicle transplants from goats and monkeys. In 1935, testosterone itself was isolated and identified in a Nobel Prize-winning effort, and the whole industry was launched around testosterone as a pharmaceutical intervention. In spite of the anti-aging clinics recommending bi-weekly or monthly injections for men over 30, the FDA actually only approved testosterone injections for one condition, hypogonadism, where there are genetic conditions affecting the testes or perhaps a damaged or missing testicle affecting testosterone production. 
So why are there so many prescriptions for TRT? And is there any off-label benefit in terms of anti-aging? Well, first of all, I think we recognize that there's a difference between needing something and benefiting from something. These are not one and the same. Now, with no generally accepted point as a measure for low T levels, men of varying blood serum levels of testosterone could indeed have benefited from increasing their levels. In fact, it may be that men would just have greater energy and libido from purely placebo. Luckily, this exact thing has been tested. Researchers split men who were waiting for TRT into two groups. One group would receive testosterone gel and the other a placebo. Both groups noted improved energy and libido with no significant difference between the groups. So if testosterone replacement gels and injections were not having a significant impact on low T symptoms above that of placebo, could there be other things that cause symptoms? Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Some medical experts are positing that low testosterone symptoms are simply caused by metabolic syndromes and are the side effects of chronic diseases such as obesity and down to a lack of physical activity. It's also generally agreed that TRT introduces a brand new problem, that of a pharmacological feedback loop. When you introduce exogenous testosterone, your body recognizes there's plenty in your system and then shuts down natural production. Of course, this then lowers the levels even further, requiring more exogenous testosterone, which then shuts you down even harder, resulting in an ongoing dependency on gels or injections to keep enough testosterone in your system. Great news for pharmaceutical manufacturers, and perhaps less great news for your endocrine system. So, What about natural ways to boost or enhance your testosterone without shutting yourself down? I remember someone saying to me that natural testosterone boosters don't work because if they did, they'd be banned in sport. And yet they aren't. I'm not so sure I buy into that entirely, purely because sporting and athletic enhancement recovery, they're not the same thing, right? Just feeling a little better is not the same as excelling at sport. Especially we we consider that TRT doses are around about 250 milligrams every two to three weeks. Strength athletes are hammering in 1,000 milligrams a week. So what natural alternatives could there be to increasing our testosterone levels? Well, in older men, lack of movement and obesity are the major causes of low T levels. In fact, there's an enzyme present in body fat that converts testosterone into estrogen. We also know that obese patients who lowered body fat by 10% increased T levels on average by 150 nanograms per deciliter. And those who lost 30% of body fat improved their levels by an average of 250 
nanograms per deciliter. So movement and exercise are also crucial. Although the stereotype of testosterone kind of goes hand in hand with hitting the weights real hard. But actually, the most significant T-level increases are seen in aerobic and aerobic interval training. This ties in nicely with my own recommendations that we train ourselves in multiple modalities and move in multiple patterns, ideally doing so in as many combinations as you can. Now, we know that lifting weights will help sarcopenia and osteopenia, and now we know that declining T-levels can be hedged against with aerobic work. So we can see that single modalities of training won't be enough to truly fight the aging process. Aside from exercise and movement, another impactful intervention is getting better sleep. Some experiments on sleep quality and sleep deprivation showed a 15% decrease in blood serum T levels from just seven nights of five hours a night sleep. Alcohol intake can also massively affect your hormones in an adverse manner with three beers a day for three weeks, resulting in a 7% decrease in T levels in healthy males. So, there we have it, a very brief synopsis of testosterone in men and the multi-billion dollar industry that's recommending something that isn't much more effective than a placebo. In the end, it may indeed be just in your best interest to seek natural solutions, such as losing some body fat, being more active, sleeping better, and reducing your alcohol intake before you turn to pharmaceuticals. Of course, we have to remember that medical advice is always going to trump personal anecdote. So if you're thinking about exploring this for yourself, be sure to be a higher order thinker and perform your own due diligence and decide what intervention would be most impactful based upon all available data. If you have a training question for me or are looking to get individual training, some program design, or just want to say hi, head over to the Get Fit Guy Facebook page or send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. Get Fit Guy is a quickanddirtytips.com podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, and Davina Tomlin. I'm your host, Kevin Dunn. If you have a question for me, leave me a voicemail at 510-353-3104. Send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app.